0: Strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue the teaching that we started yesterday. And if you were with us yesterday, you know we're speaking about one word that seems to be overlooked when we read the scriptures, it appears many times, and that word is nevertheless. And Junie, you gave us the translations from the Greek and the Hebrew word, and nevertheless means despite. Many times in our Bibles, depending upon your version, it's translated by the word but and yet. So I think we have a picture of what nevertheless um, stands for. And your example yesterday, Junie, if you want to share it again, it's really powerful because it epitomizes the necessity of, see, of understanding what nevertheless means.
2: Right. And the example I gave was the crucifixion of Jesus and what his mother thought, what the disciples thought, what the women that served him thought, their hope for Jesus being the Messiah was over. He was dead. He was supposed to be king of the Jews, and he was gone. And three days later, he was resurrected. So he was dead. Nevertheless, he was alive.
1: Hallelujah.
2: And... It's an example of showing us that sometimes we see something that brings despair. We think something is over and there's no hope. We feel depressed. Nevertheless, if our hope is in God, if our eyes are open to eternal purposes, something changes And I shared how important it is right now in this generation because we are experiencing changes throughout the world through this COVID-19. And people don't know what tomorrow brings, which could bring anxiety, depression, addiction. Nevertheless, if we give our heart and life to the Lord, and we ask him to open our eyes and understanding. Lord. He can actually give us purpose and excitement to live in this last generation. Hallelujah!
1: And through the course of this week journey, I really believe that We're going to begin to show and people are going to be to see and understand. There is a link between the nature of God, which is so involved, the word nevertheless and eternity. We spoke yesterday from 1 Corinthians 15. I want to repeat verse 19. 1 Corinthians 15:19. If we have hope in Christ in this life only, we are of all men most to be pitied. That word is translated, that same Greek word is translated in Revelation 3:17 is as miserable. So we are in a terrible condition If our hope is only in this life only, because it says in verse 22 that we have been made alive in Christ, which refers to the raising of the dead. Yet there is no resurrection, Junie, unless there is first a death. Um, the, The glory is that the best is yet to come when our life doesn't end, but the best is yet to come when we see the Lord. Jesus himself said, if you want to follow me, if you want to be my disciple, you must deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. So this is an essential ingredient. In other words, the death to self is an, is an essential ingredient into resurrection. How, yeah, Jim.
2: I think, Shelley, that understanding when we deny ourselves or as you said, death to self, has to do with our carnal, fleshly, temporal understanding. And we set goals or have desires in this life and in this flesh for temporal things. But when we give our heart in life, over to the Lord and we ask him to open up our understanding for eternal things. Then in this flesh and in this body, it won't even feel like denying you, ourself. It will, will realize it's a privilege to be able to live for and serve the resurrected Messiah. The son of God
1: because nevertheless is in God's nature and we pointed out yesterday Junie from second Peter 1 4, 4 by in chapter verse 4 chapter 1 of second Peter for by these and these he's referring back to the promises of God he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises in order that by them you might become partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Get hold of that. We participate in the divine nature of God. And part of that divine nature, Junie, is the mentality of nevertheless. If that was God's nature, and we have been created in the image of God, we have to live with the reality and the understanding of the meaning of nevertheless.
2: And you read Shelley... Um, to be the Lord's disciple, we need to deny ourselves. That's right. Take up our cross and follow him. Well, a dear friend of ours and um, a saint that anyone who knows anything about Pastor Richard Wurmbrandt's life knows he was a saint. And he shared a message on... May the blossoms of a rose grow on your cross. There's something of a fragrance of the beauty of God when we take up our cross and follow the Lord. And it can be too heavy because it really is the Lord's cross, or there can be a fragrance because the Lord guides us and in a very real way enables us to carry it. So what looks like would be sad, depressing, and difficult. Nevertheless, there's a fragrance that's an eternal fragrance. Thank
1: you, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I really believe, Junie as we go through this word, nevertheless, we are gonna come to the place where we will embrace death to self or denying ourselves when we understand the nevertheless in God's natures because we are partakers of that divine nature. Let's look at examples of the nevertheless of God. In Nehemiah 9, it speaks of the sin of Israel they were disobedient to the word of God and they rebelled against God. And God admonished them uh, through the prophets. But we read in verse 31 of Nehemiah 9, these words. This is God speaking uh, through Nehemiah. Nevertheless, in thy great compassion, thou did not make an end of them or forsake them, for thou art a gracious and compassionate God. Again, nevertheless goes against everything natural. When somebody comes against us, what do we do? We come against them or we shy away from them. But God said, nevertheless, in thy great, the word of God in Nehemiah says, in thy great compassion, you did not make an end of them or forsake them for thou art a gracious and compassionate God. The nature of God ruled the situation. And haven't we all experienced at one time or another, the nature of the Lord in that we did not receive what we really deserved on a natural basis. And despite our behavior, our rebellion, or whatever else it might've been, God over and over says, nevertheless. And the word of God says that it is the goodness of God that leads to repentance. However, as a caution, We cannot mistake God's tolerance and saying, nevertheless, for acceptance. His kindness, forbearing, and love and compassion is a demonstration all to bring us to the condition of repentance.
2: And Shelley, it's also if we're following the Lord and he asks something of us many times, we will receive adverse... um, uh, What's the word? What's the word when somebody comes against you? Everything in human nature opposes the Holy Spirit. So if God sends us to love and somebody doesn't love us, they will oppose the love that we give. And why am I saying this? Because it's through God's nature, when you're born again, to be enabled to love like the Lord loved, to forgive like the Lord forgives. And during this season, I'm really believing the Lord is working overtime on all of us to cry out to him, to change our hearts, to make us more like him. And if we're living in fear, to deliver us, that we might have hope in him. It's, um, it's a wonderful season, even though it doesn't feel that way, Shelley. Nevertheless, mm. for eternal purposes and for our own good, it is.
1: It brings to mind, as we come to a close, Junie, We need to be careful and not react to other people or situations, but say, Lord, how would you respond to this? Because throughout the history with Israel, up until the time that they're all going to be saved, God said, nevertheless, when he should have destroyed them, when he should have destroyed us for being disobedient to the word of God, his attitude was nevertheless. And again, it's always to bring us to repentance. So Father, we acknowledge you. As a wonderful, compassionate God. And if, Lord, you could live in the realm of nevertheless, and since we are partakers of your nature, we want to live in the realm of nevertheless as well. We say this and pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box seventeen eighty four.